nation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Welcome to the show that brings you all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. It is now time to go beyond the bell. Welcome back, wrestling fans, to the show that takes you back in time to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. This is Beyond the Bell via the SNS Radio Network. I'm your host, Sean Beckerman, back with you. WrestleMania season has now passed, and we enter, and now we enter a new era in professional wrestling. First off, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to the WrestleMania theme content in the month of March. WrestleMania month, over 10 hours of audio, some retrospective, some new audio. Fans, again, thank you so much for joining us for the WrestleMania themed Beyond the Bell content. And I look forward to sharing more WrestleMania moments with you as each WrestleMania season we hope to have Beyond the Bell bring you new and innovative content to relive all things nostalgia in sports entertainment. One part of the WrestleMania month content we didn't get to was the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame. We'll get more into that after this edition of Beyond the Bell. This week marks the 30th anniversary of the Andy Kaufman-Jerry Lawler feud that made Memphis wrestling so popular. I definitely recommend checking out Memphis Heat, the Memphis Wrestling Documentary. Great stuff, fans. I would definitely recommend to check that one out. But the Andy Kaufman-Jerry Lawler feud was monumental because it was a feud outside of the major two NWA, WWF organizations. The top two didn't involve this major storyline between an actor and wrestler. Over 30 years ago, Andy Kaufman decided to enter the world of professional wrestling. This week, we'll look back at the epic encounter between Andy Kaufman and Jerry the King Lawler, courtesy of the Epic Encounter series, which we will rename as Famous Feuds going forward. We look back at Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman, the feud that made Memphis so popular. So we're going to rewind to our 11th episode of Beyond the Bell Courtesy of the Epic Encounter series, we look back at Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman. I um, uh, can verify the fact that it is certainly serious that gals are up there trying to take you apart, and you have no idea how good they are, how strong they are. You you don't know when you get in there with them. I've never seen them before in my life, and they just come up there, and uh, I let the audience choose who I'm going to wrestle. I've never met a woman in the ring in the three and a half years that I've been doing this who was able to pin my shoulders to the ground. And it's embarrassing, but I'll keep doing it because they keep saying they want to try. And as long as there's women out there that want to try and humiliate themselves like that. Now, I'm not saying women are mentally uh, inferior to men because uh, when it comes to things like uh, cooking and cleaning, washing the potatoes, scrubbing the carrots, raising the babies, mopping the floors, uh, they have it all over men. I believe that. But uh, when it comes to the wrestling, when it comes to them getting in the wrestling ring, 
There, there's nothing up there. They're all oatmeal north of the eyebrows. They're all, uh, you know, we Tina for brains, you know what I mean? I will pay $1,000. I'll take on anybody who wants to come in that ring and volunteer. I don't think you can do it. You know why? Because I'm going to send you back to the kitchen where you belong. I'm going to have you scrubbing the potatoes and washing the, washing the carrots. Because that's where you belong, ladies. Well, as it turned out in Memphis, they had... I don't know, maybe a dozen or something like that, uh, volunteers, and boy, the crowd ended up with Foxy. Now, Foxy is a very large lady. Andy Kaufman just barely got out of there with his money and his hide. He almost had too much to handle in Foxy. Andy Kaufman was a star on the hit TV show Taxi and frequent guest on Saturday Night Live. As part of his comedy routine, he would wrestle women and declared himself the intergender world champion. In 1982, he took his comedy skit to the Memphis Wrestling Territory, home of Jerry the King Lawler. I got an idea, Mr. Andy Kaufman, before you raise your hand, huh? Jerry Lawler we making comments. And I don't know why Jerry Lawler's getting his nose into it. He has nothing to do with this. And he's saying, let's give him another three minutes. He should keep his nose out of my business. I had agreed to be in, uh, in Foxy's corner and give her pointers during the match. And uh, here was a guy who they obviously didn't like because of the things he had said about women. And Andy Kaufman, after already pinning her, had her down, rubbing her face in the mat. And there's 10,000 people hollering, hey, Jerry, get in there and do something. That's really where it all started. I finally went into the ring and just to just to kind of lift Andy up off of her. It was like he sailed halfway across the ring, landed on his back, and uh, uh, jumped up screaming that he was going to see everybody inside. again the time ladies and gentlemen eight minutes 35 seconds
touch me. I am from Hollywood. I'll get Hollywood against you, baby. I'll sue you, baby. Lawler, I don't wrestle men. You don't touch me, baby. I'll sue you or everything you've got. You won't have anything left when I'm through with you. Andy Kaufman, I'm from Hollywood. When he went to Memphis, he offered any woman in the crowd $1,000 and his hand in marriage if they could beat him. Local legend Jerry the King Lawler was getting sick of seeing him humiliate the local women. He trained a lady named Foxy, and after she lost and Kaufman wouldn't stop humiliating her, Lawler pushed Kaufman off her. Kaufman threatened to sue, but later accepted Lawler's challenge to a match. They finally fought on April 5th, 1982. After several minutes of stalling, Lawler allowed Kaufman to put him in a headlock. Lawler quickly gave him a suplex and two pile drivers. The move was banned in Memphis. Therefore, it made it extremely rare and shocking. Lawler lost by disqualification as a result, and Kaufman was in the hospital for several days. Jerry the King Lawler, Southern Heavyweight Champ. And uh, Jerry said I need a little time because I got something I want to talk to you about, and I'm trusting his good judgment. Well, what is all this, Jerry? I got something that is a little unusual to talk about. Uh, can you tell what that is? That's a, uh, have you seen a deposition before? Oh, boy, look That's at exactly that. That's exactly what that yeah. is. I got... I got uh, well, let me go back in time just a little bit. Does everybody remember when Andy Kaufman, you know, remember Andy Kaufman, the guy from Taxi and everything? Taxi, well, yeah. He came to Memphis, you know, and he wanted to wrestle some women and everything. Yep. Well, okay, he came here a few months ago, and he did wrestle and beat several women, but there was one girl named Foxy who gave him a tough battle. Really? So she, he, she came back and wrestled him again, and, and he did finally win the match. But uh, I was in her corner, gave her a few pointers and everything, and after the match was over... Um, you know, he kind of roughed her up a little bit. Well, I went in the ring and kind of pulled him off and maybe shoved him back a little bit. Well, uh, day before yesterday, I got a knock on my door, and a man delivers me a videotape and this, which is a deposition from, given to a lawyer and a court reporter from uh, Andy Kaufman, and apparently uh, I'm being sued by Andy Kaufman now. And I just want to well. show you this, show you this <laughs> tape. Tape from Andy Kaufman, if you want to look at this. Okay. Can you, can you yeah. run this? Yeah, let's do it. Do you remember me? I'm Andy Kaufman from Hollywood. Remember, you pushed me around in the ring last time I was down in Memphis, Tennessee. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Lawler. I am not a hick. I am not from Memphis, Tennessee. I don't come from Tennessee like you do, okay? I come from Hollywood, California, where I make movies and TV shows. I am a national television star, and I want the respect that I deserve when I come down to Memphis. And I don't like any hick like you pushing me around in the ring. I never agreed to wrestle you. I was wrestling someone else. You stuck your nose in. You came in the ring. You pushed me around, and now you know what I'm going to do? Mr. Lawler, I have a lot of money, okay? A lot of money. And I've hired a lawyer, and I'm going to sue you for every cent that you've got. Every cent that you're worth. You will be in debt to me for the rest of your life. You'll never eat again when I'm through with you. You'll never wish, you'll wish you never heard the name Andy Kaufman. Do you hear me? Do you believe me? You don't believe me? Just in case you don't believe me, I brought my lawyer with me. You'll meet him right now, Mr. Bob Zamuda. Well, Mr. Kaufman, the bottom line is this. Uh, the law is the law. 
assault and battery is assault and battery. It does not matter if this man attacked you viciously on the street of New York City or in L.A. Well, it wouldn't happen in Los Angeles here. But in, in the South, if you were attacked on the street or if you were attacked in a wrestling ring, you did not sign any contract that you were going to wrestle that man this eve that, that evening. Right. He jumped me. in the ring. He hit you. It's just as much if a spectator jumped in that ring and hit you over the head like this man clubbed you. I, I saw the tape. Uh, Tell me, do I have a case, Mr. Zimmer? You have a perfect case. A okay, perfect. if I sue him, will I win? Yes, you will, sir. Okay, will he ever eat again? Uh, if somebody gives him a handout. Well, Mr. Lawler, I hope you have a lot of friends that'll give you handouts, because when I'm through with you, you won't be able to eat again. I'll see you in court, my friend. <laughs> I'd well, forgotten the whole well, issue. Yeah, I had forgotten it, too. Well, let me just, let me just tell you the, what I figured out on this Andy Kaufman situation is the fact that probably when Andy Kaufman was growing up, maybe, you know, a little kid, he at that time was obviously a big wrestling fan, probably fantasized, you know, as all little kids do, you want to be a policeman or whatever, he probably fantasized when he was a little child that he wanted to be a wrestler someday. Well, unfortunately, when he grew up, Mother Nature was not so kind to him, and he grew up to be a wimp. You know, just a tall, skinny idiot like he is. And so he realized that he could never fulfill his dream of becoming a professional wrestler. Now, you know, whatever you wanted a long time ago, you know, when, when you're finally able to, to get these things, you realize that, uh, uh, you know, whatever you really wanted, you really go after them later on in life. Like j myself, when I was a little kid, my parents would never let me drink soft drinks. When I was old enough, finally, to make my own decision, I'd drink about 10 a day. Now, I, you know, <laughs> so this is what, obviously, what happened to Andy Kaufman was, he knew he could never be a wrestler, so he had to settle, which is, you know, no, no, bad, no bad deal. He became a television star and made movies and everything, which is very nice. But uh, apparently, from doing all of this, he made enough money that he finally sat back and said, you know, with all this money I've got, maybe I can live out my fantasy of being a wrestler. Now, I'm sure what went through that warped mind of Andy Kaufman was he said, now, there's no way I could wrestle a man or beat a man, so I will wrestle women. So now he goes all around the country, and he wrestles women, and the poor women, they feel like it's a big honor to be in the ring with somebody that's on network television, yeah. you know, that's somebody that's a big star. So they go in there, and Andy Kaufman makes a fool out of them just because they think it's a big deal to be in the ring or wrestle a big star Plus like Andy Kaufman. he puts Kaufman. up a lot of money. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah, you know, but the, the main thing is they think it's a big deal to be in there with Andy Kaufman. And he makes a fool out of them, and at the same time, he lives out his fantasy. He thinks that he is a wrestler. Well, let me just say this, Andy Kaufman. You can sue me, and you can get all of these. This lawyer looks like the kind of guy that specializes in whiplash cases, you know, that chases the ambulances. You can get all the lawyers you want to, Andy Kaufman, and you can sue me all you want to, but I've got a very simple solution for you, wimp. And I've realized that he's obviously got somebody taping this, or he's going to find out what I say. So if Andy Kaufman wants to live out his fantasy of being a wrestler, I can, I can let him live that out real easily, Lance. If he would st ever once step into the wrestling ring with a man, you would see what it would be like to be a wrestler, and it would end your fantasies and end your dreams in just about 30 seconds, and you would never want to be in a wrestling ring again. So if you want to do that, we can settle it two ways, Andy Kaufman. We can settle it in court, which your case is a joke. You know, Lance, I didn't. I barely pushed the guy. That's a joke. Or what I would propose and what I think everybody would love to see is Andy Kaufman come and get in the ring with a real wrestler and let him see what it's like to really wrestle. How would that be? Sounds fine. Okay. Loving Could you get, like maybe get that message to Mr. Andy oh, Kaufman for I'm me? I'm sure that we will, and like <laughs> I appreciate you say, he'll know it. Jerry, that... Uh... The match made headlines around the country and was even featured a few weeks later on Saturday Night Live. 
Then, the late night with David Letterman incident. On July 28, 1982, Lawler and Kaufman appeared on Late Night with David Letterman to air their differences out. As they were going to a commercial break, Lawler smacked Kaufman in the face. When they came back from break, Kaufman launched into a profanity-laced tirade that was so obscene that NBC threatened to never have him on the air again. Kaufman threatened to sue them for $200 million and then to buy the network with the money and turn it into a 24-hour wrestling network, which hopefully we may see coming down the line in a couple of years. This story was so huge, it was on the front page of the New York Times. This was one of the very first incidents of a mainstream actor bringing professional wrestling into the spotlight. Now it's more common. I want you people to watch closely this tape that Andy Kaufman sent in. Then I got some else to say. Can we watch okay. this? Let's roll it now and take it. Mr. Lawler, I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my infant style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the... Uh, is that how you talk to Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Boo. See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I am from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. I say the bigger they come, the harder they fall. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. And that's what I'm going to do with you, Mr. Lawler. You challenged me to a wrestling match. I think you bit off a little more than you can chew. I'm going to wipe the floor with you, Mr. Lawler. I'll give you a little sample. This is what's going to happen when you and I wrestle each other in Memphis. Come here. What's your name? Susan. How tall are you, Susan? Six foot. And uh, how much do you weigh? 327. 327 pounds. That's a lot more than you weigh, Lawler. Okay? Watch this. Let's go. Andy, I think you really hurt her. Doesn't matter. She doesn't have any money. Okay. She's poor. She can't sue me. See, I can do anything I want. Let the camera come off. On. Shut this camera off. See? Come on. The feud in the ring continued. Kaufman teamed up with manager Jimmy Hart and offered $5,000 for a bounty to any wrestler that would give Lawler the pile driver. A very simple added storyline to this feud tremendous. Eventually, Hart and Kaufman got into an argument leading to Kaufman to ask Lawler for help. Lawler agreed to help Kaufman on the condition that Kaufman never wrestles again. So a little twist to the storyline, continuing it. Three minutes into the match, Kaufman threw powder into Lawler's eyes, and the assassins gave Lawler the pile driver. A turn extending this feud and adding a new a new element and new you say a new light to the fire. Well, we're back on the Jerry Lawler show. And we don't want to waste any time because I've got some things I want to say to this guy. This is our bad guy interview segment, and uh, this guy came in number two on the turkey list. None other than Andy Kaufman, and uh, there he is. 
You came in number two on our turkey contest. Listen, Laura, I didn't know that you were having a contest like that. And if I'd known, I'll sue you. I'll sue you for having me on a contest like that. You are using my name, my face. My name is worth money. And you want to put me on a turkey contest? Let me tell you something. You put my head on the face on that turkey, and I'm going to sue you for slander and libel. That's making me look bad. No, we're not doing that. God beat us to that. But let me just say that... Well, I didn't come here to be insulted. I'll walk right out of here. I'm telling you right now, I'm used to being on big shows nationwide. I'm not used to being on a little rinky-dink local show. And what are you trying to be like David Letterman with the Jerry Lawler show? You're always telling me not to be in the wrestling business. Now you're trying to be in show business like me. You don't belong in show business. You should stay in the wrestling business, Lawler. Okay. Uh, well, let me just say this, Mr. Kaufman. I understand you... You know, uh, you had come on here and said all of this big talk about how Muhammad Ali has been training you That's to be right. a boxer. And what, I knocked what, you out. What is your preoccupation with being a wrestler or a boxer? What about... Lola, I knocked you, you out. What are you talking about? I knocked you out with a right hook and I'll knock you out again tomorrow night with a windmill. Who are you looking at? Here, hey, there I am. Huh? <laughs> what are you looking at? The monitor? I'm over here. Here I am. Look in the camera. Talk to Lola, me, Lola, don't be a wise guy, okay? Because I'll knock you out the same way I did last week. Look, you thought you were a big man when it comes to wrestling. Fine, you're... Okay, you can, you can beat me in wrestling. You give me the pile driver, which is illegal in the first place. I knocked you out when I had those boxing gloves on. You just give me a pair of boxing gloves and I'll knock you out again. I'll knock you out every time, Lawler. Haven't you learned your lesson? You're so dumb. You're so dumb, Lawler. Well, let me, let me ask dumb. you something. Hey, what about the... What, a, what about your career, Andy? As, uh, are, are, are you planning on making boxing a career now, or what is it? Uh, Lawler, I have a good career, okay? And I just do this for fun because I want to knock you out. I don't like what you did to me. And let me tell you, let me tell you something else, <laughs> Lawler. Let me, tell you, let me just tell you something else. I don't have to come here and be, and be slandered by you. And I don't have to come here and be on some little, little rinky-dink show with you. I don't even know why I'm here doing this. Well, you, uh, obviously, uh, you were asked to do it, uh, and you've obviously agreed to do it. Oh, why, Lola, why aren't you having me one-on-one, -on -one? Like, like Dave Brown? Why aren't you having me one-on-one? -on -one? Are you afraid of me? You're afraid of me because you're such a wimp. If you were a real man like you always said, you would have me in the same studio with you. Do you understand, Lawler? Huh? I'm not afraid of you, but you're afraid of me. Otherwise, I'd be in the same studio. Come on, Lawler. Why don't okay, you have well, me on one-on-one, -on -one, Lawler? Okay, well, we're going to be one-on-one -on -one tomorrow night, so that's... Yeah, and I'll give you the windmill. Uh, don't, let me give you a little advice, Lawler. Don't get too close to me, because I'll knock you to the ground. And I'm going to just keep that windmill going for an hour if okay. I have to. I've been training every day. I have the windmill going for an hour, <laughs> and I can keep you away from me. If you get too close, I'll knock you right down to the ground. Okay, Andy, thanks uh, for being here. Lord, I can just luck. say this. Uh, you will be able to make some money as a boxer because you can sell advertising space on the soles of your shoes after I get through with you there uh, tomorrow night. Uh, that's enough. Uh, we, we're going to talk about a monkey. We've had enough out of that monkey. The aftermath. Andy Kaufman died of cancer May 16, 1984, just two years later. Jerry Lawler continued to be the king of Memphis and has been a commentator for the WWF slash E since the mid-90s. Most importantly... While other promoters were happy to see a wrestler beat up a Hollywood star, a young Vince McMahon saw the publicity dealing with the star, dealing with stars, and they saw how it could generate such success and used this blueprint to start his domination of the wrestling world. This feud lives on through a documentary that we saw called I'm From Hollywood, which airs frequently on Comedy Central and was revisited in the hit movie Man on the Moon starring Jim Carrey. We've also seen Andy Kaufman produce uh, other wrestling, you could say documentaries slash films slash uh, mockumentaries, pieces, what, what have you, uh, one of which, which I remember, which 
took me by surprise and got me. It was so entertaining and got me excited to see old school wrestling when I was at a younger age. Was seeing uh, the interview with Classy Freddie Blassie that was uh, directed by Andy Kaufman, which was it was so entertaining. I recommend you try to find it on YouTube or online. It was such an entertaining piece. Andy Kaufman has such a different view on the world and especially professional wrestling. He was intrigued by pro wrestling, and I believe he used it to not benefit his career because it just added a new element he wanted to be a part of this industry you could just tell he was a fan and he knew how to sell he knew how to sell tickets he knew how to make people hate them uh we had our best greatest heel turns edition of beyond the bell we talked about heels Andy Kaufman knew what it was to be a heel a lot of criticism we see by heels of today's day and age is that they do not commit fully to have the fans hate them. I think you know you, you certain certain stars in today's day and age they lack that that ability or they get scared to have the fans fully hate them. They still want to be that cool heel like a Kevin Nash. Very few want to be like a CM Punk that no matter what they want to have the fans hate them and they love it. They thrive on it. I know some 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 superstars that I announced, some major players in wrestling from people that are just starting out to superstars of the card on, an, on the independent wrestling scene, and they live to work the fans. And there's some that just get it and don't. Andy Kaufman, for a Hollywood star not to have any formal wrestling training to any extensive degree, got it. He knew how to work a crowd, knew how to be a heel, and that is what made this feud so special. The longevity of uh, longevity of the feud, the way the feud extended over a series of 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 points and time and several matches and variances of matches, and then we saw different elements of this feud being added in a, a turn, possibly a babyface turn for Kaufman, maybe a heel turn for Lawler, but no, it was turned against Lawler. So many different elements to this feud, what made it so special, so original, and. Certain parts of this feud are continued and used to this very day, especially when you use Hollywood stars or movie stars. Andy Kaufman laid the groundwork to be, to add or have a movie star added in a storyline feud. So I don't see what reason the WWE would have not to include Andy Kaufman in the cele- celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. He is truly one of the greatest celebrities used in the squared circle and if he hadn't died of cancer at 84 who knows he may have still been involved in wrestling to this very day i I believe he definitely would have been a a guest host of monday night raw andy kaufman loved wrestling jerry lawler was a king in memphis and was just made to an even bigger star a more of a main stage level as he was seen on david letterman and he knew how to work it as well with andy kaufman we saw man on the moon was a great movie doc it was a documentary slash drama based upon the life of Andy Kaufman. Jerry Lawler was in it. JR was in it. And you, you really got to grasp how big of a part Jerry Lawler was to Andy Kaufman's career, especially towards the latter portion of his life. So this feud from the aftermath to the beginning stages of from I'm From Hollywood to Late Night with David Letterman surely laid an imprint of all on all of our minds as wrestling fans and will forever remember the Kaufman Lawler feud as one of the greatest. Well, uh, Jerry, I, I, uh, 
Yeah, I know it's not a pleasant subject, but I just wanted to ask because you were so uh, prominent in uh, his wrestling career. Uh, we we saw the uh, sad news about Andy Kaufman passing away, and I just wondered uh, if you had any comments to make about it. Well, you know, that that is changing the subject, and i got some more I want to say about Humongous, but really, I am not, you know, I've had calls all all week ever since uh, you know ever since Andy Kaufman did pass away I've had calls from TV stations all across the country wanting to know my comments about you know about Andy Kaufman's death I'm really the wrong person to, to talk to about that you know I I didn't I, I didn't like Andy Kaufman Andy Kaufman didn't like me uh, I'm sorry that the guy's dead but I would think that you know I, I always thought that when somebody dies you talk to somebody that that thought a lot of them I hope that if I die they don't interview Jimmy Hart because you know I can imagine what he's gonna say about it it's a sad situation I'm sorry about it but other than that, you know, that's all I got to say. The the thing about uh, Monday night, I want to tell Humongous this, and I want to tell uh, the fans that, uh, the, you know, the support is, as I said, in the in the past few months, I realized, I sat back, I looked at some of my matches, and I realized I have neglected, it's been my own fault, I've neglected my career, and I've let the fans down. But as I said, my mind is in the right place now. It's head on, straight ahead, and brother, the Southern Heavyweight Championship for years has been known as my belt, and I still consider it my belt, and I don't make promises with my mouth that my body can't keep. So I'm making this promise right now to all of the people, to all of the fans, that Monday night I will beat Humongous and win my Southern Heavyweight title back. Either that or I'll wind up in the hospital. Now that's a promise, Lance. I know that's a heavy statement. He's going to have to do such a number on me that I'll be in a local hospital or either I'll walk out of that ring with my belt back. And that is a promise. I certainly hope the belt is about that hospital. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling fans, it's time to thank our sponsors of the Beyond the Bell podcast. Stitcher is a leading mobile audio company that provides a revolutionary media service which allows audio content to be easily aggregated, organized, and shared on mobile devices. It features the most up-to-date and relevant content in business, sports, politics, entertainment, and current events from the media industry's premier content providers. By focusing on the growing market for mobile content distribution, Stitcher works to provide an innovative platform for listening to audio content on the go. You can download the Stitcher app on all smartphones via the Android Market and the iTunes App Store. Stitcher, now streaming innovative audio. The SNS Radio Network provides daily audio programming that covers professional wrestling and sports entertainment. All produced by JJ Allcap Sexy, shows include Wrestling News Live, The Pro Wrestling Rewind, Unplugged with JJ Sexy, and of course, the flagship of the SNS Radio Network, Sunday Night Showdown. The SNS Radio Network is streamed at Justin.tv, AudioWrestling.com, SNSRadioNetwork.com, Skype, and Google Voice. Basically, if you're not listening, you're not trying. Squared Circle Media. Jerome Willen provides Squared Circle Media to all pro wrestling fans. Squared Circle Media was designed to contain exclusive audio and video content. Squared Circle Media is proud to make episodes of Beyond the Bell and other pro wrestling audio content available to wrestling fans around the world. Pro Wrestling Ringside Radio contains news stories with analysis and opinions. 
and it is designed to be interactive by encouraging other fans to submit their own views of the top pro wrestling news stories. Pro wrestling fans are encouraged to send in their thoughts from Live Raw, SmackDown, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and other independent wrestling events held around the globe. You can find all content from Squared Circle Media at www.squaredcirclemedia.net. Ringannouncing.com is the official website of ring announcer Sean Beckerman. This is where you will find video, audio, and the latest schedule for the future of ring announcing. That's www.ringannouncing.com. All videos are streamed at the YouTube channel, also labeled Ring Announcing. The Jetpack. Hosts Sean Beckerman and Frank Zintel bring you The Jetpack, the brand new podcast dedicated to the New York Jets. The Jetpack airs every week during the New York Jets regular season. Each show will discuss last week's game, the game plan for next week, and much more. It includes audio and comments from Jets players and staff, courtesy of NewYorkJets.com. You can find all archive shows at jetpack.libsyn.com and on iTunes. The Jetpack has blasted off fans. If you are interested in advertising on Beyond the Bell, email us at btbwrestling at gmail.com and in the title type advertising. Join the Beyond the Bell revolution. It's go time. Old school wrestling fans, thank you once again for joining us for another edition of the show that takes you back in time to rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. Now, we, we're coming off the WrestleMania hangover of the WrestleMania-themed content. That's why this week we had a retrospective show in memory of the feud between Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman. Next week we kick off brand new and innovative audio for you fans as one topic was not covered at WrestleMania month because we jam-packed audio in the entire month, throughout the entire month of March. One episode we didn't get to, and that was the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame. Next week on Beyond the Bell, we look back at the inductees of the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame. Edge, Ron Simmons, the Four Horsemen, Mike Tyson, and Yokozuna. We look back at the impact they made in the world of professional wrestling. So stay tuned for that, fans. Coming up next week, the WWE 2012 Hall of Fame inductees. Once again, follow me on Twitter, at Sean Beckerman. Like me on Facebook, ring announcer Sean Beckerman, as well as Beyond the Bell on Facebook. Download us via the Stitcher app, streaming live innovative audio, as well as the brand new site for myself, Sean Beckerman. Ringannouncing.com has been relaunched, redistributed, remastered for you fans, and now Beyond the Bell is being archived and streamed as well, not just on SNSRadioNetwork.com, but also at ringannouncing.com under Beyond the Bell. Soon enough, we'll switch and make an easy transition from iTunes, from the old Podbean site, to ringannouncing.com. So that will be taking place over the next few weeks, but all archive shows will be found under ringannouncing.com. Also, additional video and audio will also be seen under ringannouncing.com. So stay tuned for that, fans, as we make this transition. So, fans, thank you so much for joining us once again. Also, fans, do not forget to tune in to Unplugged every Friday night with JJ, All Cap Sexay, and Charles Shane as you can catch a brand new segment that I host entitled This Week in Wrestling History. You can listen to that at SNSRadioNetwork.com. Any questions, comments, or hate mail, 
please reach me at btbpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week as we rewind and relive all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. We look back at the 2012 WWE Hall of Fame. We'll finish things off, of course, with our old school theme of the week. We intro the show with the Man on the Moon song dedicated to the movie behind Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman based on the life of Andy Kaufman, and we'll wrap it up with the entire version of Man on the Moon by R.E.M. Fans, we'll see you next week, and I'll see you at the matches.
This one.